I hear him squeaking. Yeah. He's squeaking, all right. Well, welcome to Mom Fears My Podcast. My name is Mike, and with me is my father, Alan. Hello. And um, I was I was hoping to have Mom uh, podcast with us for the October one, um, just as like a follow-up to... We talked a lot about Jethro Tall last time, because we were going to a concert, and you, me, and Mom went together. That was terrible grammar, so she'll yell at me for that, but... She'll get over it. <laughs> as long as you mention her, she'll get over it. Okay, well, she's uh, absolutely wonderful, the best mother ever, and I I think I enjoyed watching Mom enjoy the concert as much as I enjoyed watching the concert, <laughs> especially by the end, as soon as they started. So they did, they did a pretty good set. There was a lot of weird... There was a lot of... Deep cuts in there, yeah, stuff did that a, I didn't know. They did cuts that I wasn't even familiar with, and I got fourteen of their albums. <laughs> you know, which but, is, uh, a lot. Of, a lot of stuff I was not familiar with. It really was. <clears throat> they, um, they didn't do. He didn't do one song I expect him to do, and I'm trying to think now what it was. Well, him forty three was the one that. I was him expecting 40, him forty three, and yeah, uh, that was the one I wanted to hear. Yeah, and uh, there was something else I thought, but as as they were as they were as they had signed off, I figured they'd come back for a uh, for you know for an encore. Yeah, and a guy walking behind us said, "Well, they didn't do." Oh, I think it was him forty three actually. And I turned to him and I said, oh, no, they're going to do it. They're just waiting for an encore. And then the lights came on and the guys came out and the speakers went away. And I said, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Where's him 43? Yes, Union Roadie Crew was right on top. I of guess so. That stage. Is that what they are, Union? Or yeah, they? mostly. Okay. Mostly. I mean, the, the employees at the at the man are the, the, the tech employees at the man. But... Most likely on tour, yeah. they're they're mostly union guys on tour as well. Um, we weren't technically outside, but <laughs> but yeah, it is an open air theater. And right, we were under a roof, but the wind found a way to get some moisture into the into the box. Yeah, which was all right. I didn't expect to be toasty warm somewhere, but right, it was far from toasty warm. <laughs> Would have made the experience a lot more enjoyable, although it was absolutely enjoyable. Yeah, I liked I liked being able to park on the lawn right in front of the man center yeah. gate yeah. until it was time to leave. For, and you right. realized you're as far first away. In, first in, last out. Yeah, that's you're the as way far it works. Yeah, that's the, the way it works. Um, I like being close to that gate. I like walking through that gate with nobody else... Everybody else was backed up to <laughs> yeah. Conchahawken, yeah. But, but we were... Uh... Yeah, we had passes to go in the donor gate, so we just walked right up, showed them the three passes, and walked right in. Like, well, that's... I could get used to this. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was nice. And the seats were good. The guy told us where the seats were, and, uh, you know, I guess I misheard him, because we, in, we went into the box... 
I mean, we were probably 100 feet from the stage, which was great. And I went into the box, and it was all the way house left in the, you know, semicircle. Right, yeah. Yeah, that one was... And I looked at it, and I thought, I thought this doesn't, it doesn't quite seem right number-wise of what he was saying. I misunderstood what he was saying. So I looked up the seating map on my phone, and lo and behold, we were actually two more boxes closer yeah. to the center. Yeah. I said, like, oh, no, these actually aren't our seats. Let's move to the better ones. So that was great. And... um they did play. It was good. They did. They played. Um, they played Aqualung mid set, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good idea. But it was like the whole place went crazy. Yeah. There was like six guys down in the front row with the cowboy hats on. <laughs> were like on their feet, surely uh, already intoxicated yeah, before they got say, into yeah. the center. Um, yeah. Better living through chemistry. Yes. <laughs> so they. Uh, they were they were rocking out to that, and I'm I can't even imagine. I mean, it's a great song, but I can't even imagine what it must be like to have played the same song for what was it forty years? Oh, this is their forty year tour or fifty year tour? Fifty years, fifty years, fifty years. So yeah, sixty eight. Yeah, sixty eight was fifty years. Oh, playing the same song that everybody wants to wants to hear. But they played, at the end, they played Locomotive Breath. Locomotive Breath, Breath. oh yes. Which was awesome. Oh yes. I liked that song, but I got a whole new appreciation for it, listening to it live. Yep. And watching them play. And that was was the one especially where Mom mom started just freaking out. I mean, she was loving it. I, I, uh, I love watching her get excited. Especially about music, so it was, uh. That was a lot of fun. No, uh, no opening number, which was fine. Um, had that really long video in the opening, but I guess when you're doing your 50th anniversary tour, you know, it was set up a lot like somebody, you know, there would be a video of somebody that they interviewed. How did Jethro Tull affect your life? And it was like previous bandmates and slash was slash in there, there. Oh, of all people there? slash introduced aqualung um i didn't recognize too many of the other people that were there but a lot of most of them were former bandmates or or stuff like that i didn't uh i didn't expect contemporaries them. contemporaries in their music in the music yes. field yeah. yeah yeah so um but that was awesome that was fun I don't know. Uh, their season's over. You know, their season's mostly a summer season. So, uh, not much point being outdoors in the winter. No. In the open air theater. And next time, maybe it'll be really summer. Yeah. Yes. That would be nice. <laughs> September was, nice. was already cold enough, I think. Yeah. And I never did get a damn hot dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was promised a hot dog and didn't get it. That's true. I'm so sorry. I came home and had a sausage instead. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hot sausage instead. Next time we go, I'll get two oh, hot dogs. Okay, two hot dogs. Here we go. <laughs> I was amazed. Um, I mean, I guess it's really been a long time since I bothered to to look at a merch booth, and especially with streaming music. And I mean, ever since ever since people started stealing music and sharing it on the internet. Um, you know, artists haven't made quite as much money selling CDs as they have. 
and I think I've said this before, but the only the only genre that is still making money off CD sales is country music. Country music is one of the few few music genres that's still making money selling CDs. So, um, you know, that's why ticket prices are so high and um, they're merchandise. Guys, I I wanted more than anything to be like, yeah, I'll buy a tour shirt. Sure, Jethro, sure. 50, $52 $52 or whatever. For the, yeah. Like, that's... Wow. Oh, maybe for their 60th anniversary tour, yeah. maybe we'll get a t-shirt. <laughs> It'll be $60 then. Maybe $60. Um, but that was cool. I want to go back and see... I want to go back and see something else there and get the same preferential treatment because that was nice. Um, so, yeah. I uh, Is there anybody... I might have asked you this before. Is there anybody that you that you haven't seen that you would really want to see? I mean, in like a perfect world scenario where nobody's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, none of the none of the artists that you want to see are dead because I know I'm sure the Beatles are probably yeah, well, yeah somewhere up there. Jump right up there for for the Beatles. Oh, I'd still I'd still like see the Rolling Stones. But yeah, oh yeah, Rolling Stones would have to be a good show. I mean, even though he is now what seventy four or something like that. Right. I think he's seventy like Mick is seventy four. Somewhere along real close to that. He's a little older than I am, so that'd be I mean, they've always been really high energy. Um and except for the except for Well Brian Jones died. Right. They had to replace him. And then somebody else decided to go solo or um, Wyman decided to go. Bill Wyman decided to go solo and made a really bad album. <laughs> he made a really bad album. Oh. But uh, you know the, the the bulk of them were still there. Yeah. Well, Keith Richards is basically like living backwards now. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. like all the drugs have turned him into Benjamin Button. Yeah. He's a he's youthing. <laughs> He's not aging. He's youthing. <laughs> uh, this now this makes me want to do. Uh, makes me want to have a segment where you do an album review. <laughs> so why oh, he did a terrible album? <laughs> it's it's tough. Can't. Um, it's not a lot of solo projects. Yeah, you know, <laughs> do well. some of you know. Uh, uh, Eric Carmen caught a break. He got a good. He got a good solo album out of it. Um, uh, I I off the top of my head. Well, Paul McCartney can always do a solo album. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and uh, George Harrison, George Harrison got everybody together and had had a couple couple good albums there. My Sweet Lord and and uh, that concert for Bangladesh, Bang, Bangladesh. Sorry, um, <laughs> that was that was him and. Uh, uh, Oh God, I can't remember now. I'd have to break it out and look at the look at the players again. He was he was part of it, but there again, Ringo's album, you know, eh. <laughs> yeah, you got to just let Ringo go because he's just cool. <laughs> yeah. He's just cool, you know. He he's a Rotogravure was one of his solo albums, and that was had some half decent stuff on it, you know. I'll start flipping through them and we'll do that sometime, you know. Yeah, I haven't. People that 
I haven't heard of any of their any of their solo projects really. All I all, all that stands out is anything that was uh, really. I mean, aside from all the stuff Paul McCartney's done alone, as uh, um, I got my mind set on you. Wasn't that George Harrison? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> the only song I can remember yeah. from his solo career. This song is six words long. <laughs> yes. Like Weird Al. Yeah, oh, Weird Al. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's not. I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think in my head of of solo albums that have done well. Um, from my from my genres, you know, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, who is now dead. Um, who another another Seattle musician that committed suicide. Um. He, when Soundgarden broke up, he became part of a band called Audio Slave, which I never really, it seemed like it should have been great. It was a bunch of my favorite musicians coming together. It was like half of Soundgarden, some of Pearl Jam, and then Tom Morello, the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine, who like reinvented a way to play the electric guitar. Um really phenomenal stuff but it was just it was just never great well chris cornell did a solo album that had a lot of good songs on it but i don't know jerry cantrell was the guitarist from alice in chains did a solo album and it was it was whatever <laughs> it's like you're good but and then you have people like rod stewart that got away from faces oh okay he was in the group faces see yeah see small I faces to start with actually and then faces and then he just went ape after that <laughs> with his albums. I mean, he's got, he's got more solo albums than he ever had with a group. Well, that's true. I didn't even realize he had a group. Oh, yeah. Was, he, was, he was in a group Faces with <laughs> that's the, a... <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, Ron Wood, I think, now with the Rolling Stones or late of the Rolling Stones. I'm not sure who's, who's hanging out with Mick lately. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were... Uh, yeah, they had a faces and and who else was in there? Um, uh, I want to say I want to say Phil Collins, but I don't think it was Phil Collins. Right. I don't know. It'll come to me after we pack all this stuff up, and <laughs> it'll come to me who was with, who was with uh, Rod Stewart and Faces. Well, Phil Phil Collins had a pretty good solo career. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Genesis. Um, he left Genesis. That's right. He wasn't with yeah, Faces. He was, Genesis. he was Genesis, and then then he had a really good career after that. And uh, Faces had one decent album. It was called a "Not as Not as Good as a Wink to a Blind Horse." <laughs> <laughs> not as good as a wink to a blind horse. Okay, I understand that. <laughs> It's a really it strange. It makes sense. It right. makes sense, but yeah, no, it does. But it's it's just a strange yeah. album title. Yeah, well, they they were getting into they were into that for a long time. They were in that besides besides uh, weird names, you know, weird names for your group. I mean, Crazy Elephant, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, T Rex, we T Rex, you know. Wait, these are groups. These or? are groups. Oh, yeah, okay. these are groups. Yeah. I've never heard uh, of Crazy Elephant. Or Crazy Elephant, no. Uh, um, question mark and the Mysterians. Now the guy. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> the lead singer for Question Mark and Mysterians actually changed his name to 
the question mark symbol. Really? Really. Now, I don't know where that is in nineteen or in, uh, 2018, whether he still <laughs> signs these checks with a question mark. But <laughs> <laughs> he actually changed his name. He went and legally changed his name to the question mark symbol. Wow. Well, that's, I mean. One character. Yeah, that's a that's a step beyond Prince. <clears throat> you know, Prince just changed his his professional stage name to the right, symbol. Right. I mean, he was still whatever the artist formerly known as. Obviously, yeah. for you, formerly known as, or however you pronounce it, we never did know how to pronounce it. Question so. mark. <laughs> but question <laughs> question mark had they had they had one good song. It was called Ninety Six Tears, and it went to. I think it actually went to number one, and then they just disappeared, as far as I know. Wow! I never heard them again. And here, this guy went and changed his name, and I'll have to look up his real name sometime. Wow! It comes up every once in a while, but it was just you know, just crazy names, crazy group names. You know, it looked like like they had like they had two buckets, and they had words in each bucket, and they picked one out of the picked one out of the left-hand bucket, and he picked one out of the right-hand bucket, and that was the name of their group. You know, that's the way he did right. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. <laughs> I remember in, in, in high school, I used to look through the dictionary trying to find cool words to name a band, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah but the, then the list was always full of A names. <laughs> Like one or two B names, and then you could see I got bored. Yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, we were. I was. I was going on about group names. Oh, okay. Just crazy, crazy stuff. It's, uh, right, crazy group names. Crazy group. You had to get. You had to. You almost had to be in the '60s and '70s to really appreciate Strawberry Alarm Clock, for instance. <laughs> now that's a, one from Column A, one from Column B. Straw. Oh, Strawberry Alarm Clock. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bucket of adjectives. Yep, yep. And a bucket of nouns. Yep. So. Well, I've, I've, I know I've mentioned it before. I still don't know where Square Orange Circle came from. Yeah. That was my high school band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then those, those guys were the ones that, uh, let me see, I was a junior and most of them were freshmen. Me and the guitarist were juniors and the other guys were freshmen and sophomores. And I think they are the ones that thought of it, but I loved it. You know, that way it could always just be a symbol of a square, mm. and a orange, and a circle. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had three buckets. <laughs> That's right. They That's had three right. buckets they reached into, yeah. Um, and we had small circle, was a trio in uh, Oxford that eventually became Meat Star, which I still think is a great band. Yeah, let's we'll see. Uh, Meat Star. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> there's a few. There's a few that I, a few guys that I listen to now, local bands. Um, there's a, there's a rapper from West Virginia who calls himself Dinosaur Burps, <laughs> and his like his online, his Twitter handle is, <laughs> what is it? Oh God, Cretaceous Belches. <laughs> Is what his like online handle is? Oh, really? For dinosaur okay, burps. Okay. Yeah. So I, mean, I think to, to a certain extent, there's still some crazy band names keeping it alive. Yeah. Dinosaur burps probably won't end up in 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, no, no, uh, I guess that's you know, <laughs> that's the difference. Interesting. If, like, I guess he's a local guy who does local yeah. stuff. Oh, he? yeah. Okay. I mean, he's got a pretty good following, but... Um, Yes, he he calls he calls the genre. I don't know why I'm talking about this now, but it just amuses me. He calls his genre of rap uh, intergalactic snack rap because mostly all he talks about is food. Oh, huh. <laughs> and like nerdy stuff, TV and and movies and. Yeah, uh, I like um, food. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I use it all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Every once in a while, I'll hear something. And uh, and just reply that would make a great band name, and sometimes it really would. Sometimes there's a, a considerable amount of uh, goofy phrases that would be good band names. Oh yeah, if I had more time to think about it, I could come up with a bazillion of them. You know, you know. <laughs> just just crazy crazy ass names. You know, but I digress. <laughs> I've been uh, uh, playing out a lot more, so I'm starting to see uh, other local bands like in Wilmington and Kennett. So oh, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of nice to see who else is is grinding on the, <laughs> the local music yeah, scene. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's definitely fun if if I can get um, a little bit of money occasionally in my pocket. I mean, oh, yeah. doing doing the contest was a lot more money than I normally would get right, from right, playing a forty five yeah. minute show. Yeah. Um, but you know, every once in a while, I I just did a a couple hours in a Starbucks. You did? <laughs> yeah. So oh, every yeah. every Friday night and Sunday morning, um, this uh, this one Starbucks on Market, which is it's really big. I mean, there's tables. It's huge on Market Street in Wilmington. Um, so there's, you know, a dozen or more tables and, like, booths and stuff where oh, people yeah. come in and sit. So there's, uh, it gets a lot of traffic. So every Friday night and Sunday around noon for, there's two-hour sets, uh, musicians will come in and play. So I went and I did, it's the longest I've ever played. And I I knew from doing three years of Song of Day May and, you know, prior to that, 20 years of playing and songwriting, you know, 20 plus years, I knew that I had enough songs to fill an hour set, but there were two stipulations. Um, one, it had to be PG rated. Right. So I cut out not a, not a lot of my songs, but there were a few that I was like, oh, okay, well, I can't play that one. Um, I, uh, and, and it had to be, you know, unplugged. It couldn't be anything that I've obviously done multi-track on or drums or anything yeah, like that. Right. Unless I do an acoustic version of it. So I was like struggling to make this set list because the other problem is a lot of the songs, all, most of the 93 songs that I've written in the past three years mm-hmm. are less than three minutes long. Right. <laughs> so I just had yeah. this massive yeah. list of songs. Luckily, my friends uh, Rick and Jen came in with Jen's kids and they, they sat down for like almost an hour and a half of this two hour set. He requested a song that I had already played in the first half hour, so I played that again. So I even doubled up on a song to try and fill the two hours. And my fingers were killing me. Oh, I imagine. Now, and I... The guitar that I've been playing, whose name is Agnes, has been 
is not by any means like a well-made guitar right which you know and i've i've probably talked about it before that it's it's but it has this incredible sound um that is unlike any other hundred dollar guitar made from a kit and brush painted that i've ever heard in my life um but the action on it the, the strings are really high off the neck um and I've done some stuff to it, like I've sanded the bridge down, and I've done some things to try and lower the action. But then also, you know, it's it you don't want it to get it too low because then the strings start buzzing when right. you're trying to hold down certain chords. So I found a sweet spot where it's about as low as it can go without the strings buzzing, mm-hmm. but it's still like it takes a lot of pressure. There was even a show. Uh, a musical that required a guitar and I was going to rent my guitar to the show because right. it was a little extra money and the, the guitarist for the show played it for 20 minutes and he was like I can't I can't play this guitar <laughs> he's like the action is too is too high like I can't play this oh. for two hours a night every night yeah. and I like at first I was like oh come on man it's no big yeah. deal but then I realized yeah I mean if I I played it for two hours one night and mm-hmm. for like two days yeah. my fingers were sore so but it was good it was a nice test of of uh of endurance <laughs> musical endurance now was that a paid gig or was that yeah just... yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. i got i got 50 bucks to play the two hours which okay. you can't beat 25 dollars an hour for playing no, music no. um so i got 50 bucks for the two hours and then i was allowed to put a tip jar out so, yeah. so really, I got fifty one so dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say fifty eight dollars. Oh, actually, is what I got, or fifty nine. Uh, I think I got three three dollar tips. All right. Yeah. So, but I'm going back. I'm going back December fourteenth to play again. So, um, I'll be down there for two hours. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to learn a couple uh, holiday songs. There you go. A couple of Christmas jams to go. play, yeah. and um try and get people to give me in then and there's another show it's another show sponsored by um operation warm that gives coats and clothes and other stuff to needy kids in delaware um they're doing it's like a camp out fundraiser that they do Mm -hmm. so i'm going there to play for an hour like around the campfire style and i was like these these kind of shows are my speed Yeah. yeah you know i like i like being able to plug in and have a microphone and speak to a mostly empty bar but i i i would much rather sit in the corner of a starbucks or you know around a campfire and play play original songs for people I did not play the Wawa song at Starbucks. No, no, I, no. not a good idea. <laughs> so it was nice to not play the Wawa yeah, song acoustic, yeah. but I, I did, I did toy with the idea of changing the lyrics <laughs> to match Starbucks. But then I figured they were going to realize that yeah, they don't, they don't have gas. They don't have gas. <laughs> Lottery. Yeah, pretzels. Come pretzels. On. Yeah. yeah come on. But I did, I did toy with the idea. Well, yeah. Well, you brought up Christmas. Yeah. Halloween's in two days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is, oh. this is technically the October podcast. We yeah. did it. So, uh, <clears throat> the um, Oxford had it held its uh, annual Halloween parade uh, Thursday. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it ties right in with the uh, Memorial Day parade in May. Except that the Memorial Day parade, this is sad. This is just a sad note. <laughs> The Memorial Day Parade 
um, comes right by the work, mm. right by the station where I work. And we always timed it. And it was this year was 11 minutes. The Memorial Day the parade. Memorial Day parade. These are for the people that died for right. the United States, you know. And the uh, Halloween parade clocked in at one hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't go to this one. I've, I've seen all. I think I've seen all the Halloween parades I need to see. But <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have any any little ones. That throw no on little your ones. Uh, my my um, granddaughter Lindsay, I think, handled the music for the dance studio okay. who was in the Halloween parade. I think I think that's the way it went. I like I said, I wasn't there, and I'm out of the loop sometimes on what goes on with the grandchildren but uh, but I just I find it I find it interesting that the that the uh, Halloween parade can run for 80 minutes right and the and the uh, Memorial Day parade is usually around 11 sometimes 12 depends <laughs> on how many fire trucks are in it right you know I mean that's, that's including the fire trucks is 11 minutes wow it's uh, kind of sad you know I mean, I'm not. I'm not a veteran. I'm not a. I was never in the service, but I've always appreciated the people that were in the service. It wasn't. Uh, you know, I didn't go to Canada or Mexico or anywhere when the draft was still in. Draft was still in place. Right. I didn't. I didn't leave the country, but it just so happened I didn't have to serve. Yeah. Well, you tried to enlist in the Air Force, uh, right? Well, I took. I took an Air Force test. Okay. You know. And after I did, I said, yeah, do I really want to be flying helicopters over Vietnam? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't think I did. I had a friend that did, but he got back. But, uh, you know, I always appreciated uh, always appreciated military and the veterans and, and, you know, back to, you know, Memorial Day is for the people we lost in the wars. And it just seems kind of sad that they got 11 minutes. Yeah. And... Uh, Memorial Day Parade used to be a big deal in this town, you know. I, I'm watching this. I'm watching this Memorial Day Parade when I was a Cub Scout. Oh, I was gonna say you, you know, even up, when nine, you were a den leader. I nine remember. ten. Yeah. Then we went to Boy Scouts and we marched in it, and and uh, you know it was strung out all across the whole town. But now you got a color guard. You got you got the high school band. You got the intermediate school band. Um. It's only fire trucks and a jeep. Fire trucks, a jeep. Uh, yeah, a couple of people have military vehicles. They put them in there, and uh, and that's about it. That's about it. So that's just that's, but, but Halloween was always Halloween was always a big deal. You know, I yeah. mean, we used to when we still got kids out here. You know, we would decorate out front. Oh, yeah. Uh, you remember being hiding in the bushes to scare kids when I they came in. <laughs> I do. That was my favorite. Right, that was cool. I hid in the bushes to scare adults sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We had to... <laughs> you know, we always had the grandkids. Was, they didn't want to get out of the car when they got over. Right. You know, after the first year, <laughs> they didn't right. want to get out of the car. They were sure yeah. something terrible was going to happen. Uh, uh, I, will, I will never forget the year that Michelle... For uh, for people who don't know, Michelle is my is my brother's first wife. She's the mother of uh, my my niece, our old your oldest granddaughter. Yes. Um, and uh, 
And she was so much fun because she got so scared so easily. And I hid in the bushes with a werewolf mask and werewolf hands, paws with claws on. And she knew she was going to get, somebody was going to get her. Because that was it. Whenever Michelle was here, somebody was going to get her. And she made it all the way up to the door. The kids got the candy. She made it all the way back out to the driveway. They were even you guys were they were even inside for like ten minutes. Yeah, they, they were. You know, yeah. shooting the bull. And I'm s I was in the bush, in the tree the whole time. Right, right. And as soon as she came out and was walking to the car, I leapt out of the bush, growling <laughs> and running at her. She screamed and threw her keys straight up in the That's air. Right. The keys <laughs> and ran oh. down the driveway towards the street. Yeah. I was <laughs> looking back. I was I was half terrified that she was going to get hit by a car or somebody else coming in. She threw the keys straight up in the air, and I took the mask off and oh, could not God. stop laughing. And I made so much fun of her. Where were you going to go without your keys? Yeah, without your keys, <laughs> you were right and, next to the car. And why run away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A I wolf got could definitely catch you. You know, right? Don't run. Don't run. <laughs> I got her behind the fence once. I don't know. There was a lot of it was a lot of good oh, times. Yeah. yeah, the kids didn't, didn't even want to get out. We had to show them that we were all present the one year. I had to come out with no mask. Yeah, right. You and mom had to be there. We we're like, there's no one else left who could possibly scare you. Please come in and get candy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I loved how into Halloween you guys were. Oh, I would take, I would take a day off of work. To get the get the front of the house ready for Halloween, I, I did it a couple times. The first year, first year I worked at Sunoco, I started in October second or fifth or something like that. And by Halloween, I or by trick or treat, I had to get I had to ask for a day off already, you know, because it was <laughs> it was a work day and I had to get off. And uh, I remember. Lita actually saying, "Do you want what? What? What do you want off?" I said, I said "Trick or treat, Halloween. You want to take a day off to give out candy?" I said, mm, "Not really, you know. <laughs> really, we got other plans for that, you know. <laughs> we always had something. We always had something crazy planned." Yeah. Well, the front. You know, I remember the the front porch at the old house. Oh yeah. I used to love, oh, it was such a dangerous place to play because it was all brick and concrete. The number of times that I hit something or fell off of that porch, but it was it was a good time. There's a lot of places to set stuff up. Yep. Yep. I, remember, I remember being young and you showing me how to tie a noose <laughs> <laughs> so you could hang the dummy we, with we, the eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> the noose on the front porch. Hang with the noose. There's I, a there's a real technique to that. There's a real that's a, <laughs> a real hang with the noose. Yeah, you were yeah. like thirteen, yeah. thirteen loops. Yeah, yeah something like that. Thirteen loops. And, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine what teachers or therapists would say if oh, I yeah. taught my eight year old how to tie a noose. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's. that's <laughs> That's way non PC now. You can't do that. Yeah, you know, but it was it was so good, and we always had music. You always had because when mom was teaching exercise, you had this whole like spooky Halloween exercise music for mm-hmm. that day, and there was always we had a CD of sound effects. 
with screaming yep. and like background music going yeah. on. Yeah. It was so good. Red light would change the porch light to yeah. be red, yeah, or green depending. Yeah, I'd I'd bring the I'd bring the uh, DJ equipment out so I had good speakers outside. Yep. <laughs> you could hear you could hear about over here. You could hear all the way up to all the way up to hers. You could hear yeah. You could and, hear time warp all the way up to <laughs> all the way up to all the way up to hers. Well, and the the crazy part is what. Anybody who anybody who doesn't know the two houses that you've lived in, neither one of them was in a good place for trick or treaters. No, no. The house I grew up in was on Baltimore Pike, right. with no sidewalk. Right. There was a gravel shoulder, yep. and trucks and cars would drive fifty five miles an hour in the forty mile an hour zone oh, across yeah. the street from the Acme. It was not a residential neighborhood, no. so we barely got any kids walking through there. Um, here, you know, you're you're on a residential street, but it's still, you know, everybody's got at least like an acre, an acre and a half. It's everything spread out. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine there's tons of kids down still this no road. Still no sidewalk. Still no sidewalk. Yeah, they'd be. <laughs> and now we're we are uh, our little our little community here of of larger lots is now surrounded by uh, housing developments with sidewalks and lights and yeah, and all the kids go there. Last time we last time we went out. Last time we um, did something outside was, uh, I don't know how many years ago now, but we did the uh, Rocky Horror Rocky Horror Show out there, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Your mom dressed up as, oh God, I don't know. I had a bald wig with long hair and I was the, I was the crazy who? Oh no, the old, the old, the, 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 yeah. The guy that, the guy that let him in. No, well. it was, uh, it was. And uh, we had the had the music playing from, and we got uh, two kids. that are probably, probably, I think it may have been the only two kids we got. And they were they were about sixteen. They were maybe too old to, too right. old to be trick or treating even. You know, <laughs> but they came up and he said, "Oh, we know what you guys are. We know what you, you're you're Rocky Horror Picture Show." And I said, "What?" A sixteen-year-old knows about Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, I mean, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was just. That was reassuring, but that was the last year we ever, we ever did anything. Well, that's two, go- two, two people showed up for trick or treat. You know, <laughs> and we were stuck with eating all the candy ourselves. Right, you know, so. <laughs> but they knew who you were, so yeah, that's they, at they, least they, like yeah. that's going out on a high note. Yeah, we knew. <clears throat> we knew who you guys are. I you know I had the jacket on or the, the suit on and the. The bald wig with the long hair in the back, and and your mom was dressed up in a white dress, and she was Nell, Nell maybe I don't know. Anyhow, yeah, it was it was. We always had a good time. We didn't get to damn many kids, but we had right. a good time. Yeah, That's what I mean. Even even when, even before the development showed up, and everybody could just drive over there, oh, yeah. walk around for a half an mm-hmm. hour, and come back loaded. Um, still didn't get no. many oh, trick or treaters, no. so all the no, <laughs> all no. the excess and the show and everything was never for a huge audience. Either. No, 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 it was all for our enjoyment. It certainly wasn't. Yeah, it certainly wasn't worth taking a day off of work. But I would do it. <laughs> I would do it just to be out there. You know. Just uh, be... I was in love with uh, with Halloween. Um, I was absolutely in love with Halloween. Um. I don't know. It's not like I. It's not like I've given up on it. There's certainly never been. Um, 
see the first you know the first couple apartments that I've had you know the the first real one in Newark was in a apartment complex with a bunch of U of D kids so there was no there was no going door to door in the apartment complex no. for, for trick or treat no. besides at that point we were in our early 20s so halloween was all about going out and getting drunk at the bar with, Hell, there you, go. <laughs> you know yeah. orange tinted beer and yeah. stuff like that um <clears throat> the second place was living in the house on market street and that's again not in a residential area yeah. <laughs> it's the next house close by it was like a funeral home and then um you know lived in the apartment on third street for a while, no no one walking up on Third Street, yeah. you know. Then the house in Wilmington was actually in a neighborhood, but both years that we actually left our light on and gave away candy, yeah. people smashed our pumpkins and like right. threw stuff yeah, everywhere. Well, so it was, was not the greatest. Wilmington for you. Yeah, it was that's, not the greatest neighborhood. Wilmington for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and kids would the the fifteen year old kids would come up with backpacks on, and we'd be like, "What are you dressed up as?" And they'd be like, "I'm a kid, or I'm a student, or I'm a yeah, yeah. basketball player." Yeah. Like just yeah, because I'm you a, have basketball shorts on, I'm a camper. You know, I got a backpack. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I never, <clears throat> I never, I never got the bug. Not not the same way I do with Christmas, where I'm you know just head over heels about the holiday. But I had quite a lot of fun. As a kid, and it was it was very memorable. Yeah. Had good times. Yep. yep. Um, you know, we had fun as adults for <laughs> quite a while there. We had fun as adults uh, with Halloween, but kids all grew up. All the kids around here, there's no there's no young kids around this neighborhood at all anymore, except now next door, and they, um, you know, they got the four kids next door, but. Um, I don't know whether they ever come over or not because now I go to work on Halloween. I go to work on Halloween instead of taking a day off. So, oh, and that's that's really the most depressing part of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having to work. And now it's time for Dad Bears my trivia. Oh gosh, yes, golly, we're so close. Oh, that's not even fair. Not fair. No, too easy. All right. Well, let's see here. Let's see, I'm back on... I I have been slacking with the trivia, because it seemed really easy and honestly more fair to pull up a, a, a trivia website and just ask yeah. ra- random questions from that, rather than consistently ask you about Star Wars and Insane Clown yeah, Posse. Right, yeah. and, oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, Give me some but Harry I, Potter I, questions. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do want to get back to... I feel like I want to get back to some themed trivia ideas. And maybe I should bring this up next time when it's actually prepared and not this time where I didn't prepare anything. But, like, I I did actually want... When you and Mom are together again, and maybe even next time... So I'm I'm pretty set on trying to get Elena, you know, my sister, to podcast with us for November because she's sort of... Like I like I told her, she's sort of the matriarch of Thanksgiving now, and yeah, so I just yeah. want to. First of all, I want to get her on because she's a lot of fun, and um, I also want to just talk about Thanksgiving because that's you know November at least for me. Um, but yeah, so I, her birthday's November, and yeah, your, your mom's birthday mom's is November. Birthday. We get them. Yeah. So I think it would be I think it would be cool to do 
you know, uh, um, Thanksgiving trivia. Thanksgiving. No, trivia. no. Yeah. Okay. How many pilgrims? Um, no, like just, just like when, when there's two people, um, you know, having one person answer and the other agree or disagree. So uh, oh, okay. have you answer and have the guest agree or disagree? Oh, okay. And whether you okay. get points or not, I don't oh. know how it works. I don't you know. don't have any prizes anyway. No. Oh, good. So <laughs> let's just start rolling here. Okay. Um, and you know what? If they're easy, they're easy. Okay. Question number one. Okay. In the movie The Wizard of Oz, what did the scarecrow want from the wizard? Uh, he needed a uh, he needed a heart. No. No. Incorrect. A brain. He <laughs> needed a brain. That's right. He <laughs> a needed brain. A brain. Yes, correct. We'll uh, give you a half point. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Can you tell me who actually needed the heart? It uh, was the uh, lion. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was it? The Tin Man. Ah, oh, the Tin Man. <laughs> it's the literally the only what'd you ask, other. What'd you ask me about? What the Scarecrow? Oh, Scarecrow. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going Tin Man all along. <laughs> okay, that's great. I don't know whether there's points for that or yeah, not. Yeah, no, it, well, it doesn't matter. No, well. Um. <laughs> oh, question number two. This is okay. Well, that's I. <laughs> I don't care. I just, you know, I don't get any money for getting the answers right. So that's true. Um, that's very true. Okay, question. We number... could try that though. <laughs> <laughs> we did try the money. Question number two: uh, Which hockey player has won the most Stanley Cups with eleven wins? Oh. Bobby Orr. No. No. Okay. No. Richard. So it's it's Henry or Henri. Probably Henri oh, Richard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was the, it's the only person I know in hockey. So it was Bobby Orr. So. There you go. Yeah, I'm not a hockey guy. Question number three. Okay. The southernmost part of the United States is located in which state? <sighs> I was actually here. I was there. Oh. One would think. One would think Florida, but. I think Hawaii. Correct. Hey, see that? Yeah. See that? I was actually stood on that cliff oh, yeah? and looked at, yeah. The southernmost part at of the ocean. Yeah. It's even got a little sign that says that. The southernmost part of the well. United States. And you think, I can't even tell because it's always 74 degrees here, no matter where you right. are. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Question number four. <laughs> Natural pearls are found in what sea creature? Well, it would be... Really? That's a question? Mm-hmm. Oysters? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Well, you said if they're easy, they're easy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, giant squid. Now, it'd be tough. <laughs> it'd be tough to dig them out of there. But it would. God knows what's inside them. <laughs> Whatever you found, it wasn't a gold dollars inside of Merle. <laughs> Question number five. Yes. I'm keeping my fingers I up see so that. I know I which see one. That, yeah. <laughs> what is the Japanese word that means empty orchestra? Japanese word? That means empty orchestra. Ah, no oboe. No oboe. Ha, ho. No oboe. Not oboe? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I have no clue on that one. Get as 
karaoke. <laughs> karaoke. Okay. Yes. Question. Karaoke. That's, that's interesting. No, it didn't. <laughs> Go ahead. You're, you're good at faking it, though. Yeah. Question number six. Yes. What does the acronym USB stand for when referring to a computer port? Oh, my long suit. Uh, computers. Um, USB means... You, some of the bitch. No, it's not that. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't have. I don't. I, I don't have a clue. Oh God, I know what. You, I know what it is. I don't know what it stands for. It stands for Universal Serial Bus. Oh, my next guess. <laughs> my right next after guess. You, some of the bitch. You, you, some of the bitch. Hey. Okay. Uh, question number seven. Mm-hmm. According to Arthurian legend, what was the name of the sword in the stone? Uh, oh, um. oh, come on. Oh, wow. No, I know this. I know this. God, the brain just went out to lunch on me. I don't know. Um... I know it, but I can't think of it. Excalibur. Excalibur, yes, yes. Or, it actually has another one, or Caliburn. Caliburn? C-A-L-I-B-U-R-N. Mm. I did not know that. Well, I I love, that must be like did. a... Excalibur, I should have known. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I just lost it in here somewhere. <laughs> All right, question number seven. Yeah, no, it's eight. It's eight, yeah, yes. Oh. I had, well, I lost <laughs> a finger. <laughs> question number eight. I got a finger for you. <laughs> Which major American airline is named after a Greek letter? Oh, that's mom calling. Hello? I... That... That's okay. Yeah, I was just calling about the washing machine. Um, okay. Because Dad had told me that it wasn't working, and... Um, you know, sort of what you did to fix it. I don't know what happened. I told your dad I've only ever pre-soaked stuff white twice, and it's usually white curtains. Right. And I tried everything, and I finally thought, the hell with it. I'll try a different one. I put it on heavy duty. It filled up, it ran, and it was fine. So I have no idea what it's doing. Okay. It's not even a year old yet. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely see if you if you have a manufacturer's warranty because it certainly um, it certainly would be better to just get it replaced if there's something wrong with it rather than have somebody fix it. But yeah, and Dwayne would know where they bought it. I'm guessing Lowe's, and I will never go to a Lowe's. I want uh, I go Home Depot. I have never been satisfied with anything they've ever gotten in Lowe's. I'm a Home Depot person. Right. But he will definitely know where it was purchased. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for calling, and I'm sorry my phone was on, but it wasn't with me. That's so, okay. What do you do? Okay, <laughs> baby. Well, I'm sorry about your laundry, but um, this will give your dad a chance to give Dwayne a heads up, and he might be able to help out somehow. Yeah. No, that's fine. Well, and you know, I wanted to get you on the podcast 
um, today anyway, but dad, dad and I are in the middle of it right now, so you, you did make it onto the podcast after all. Oh. Oh, and I just love the way I sound. I'm sure I sound just darling on the telephone. <laughs> I want to I give a shout-out to Kelsey because she left me a note here to say, Hi, Granny, I miss you. So, hey, Kelsey, <laughs> love you too. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, thank you. Okay. Love you, baby. I love you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, all right. Question number four. What? With, I mean, eight. Which major American airline is oh, named right. after a Greek letter? <sighs> I don't know. Let's go Virgin. No, it's not Virgin. <laughs> I just like saying Virgin. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't... Uh, nothing's coming to mind. Delta. Delta. Oh, are they still in business? All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Question number nine. What was the name of the Lone Ranger's horse that he saved from an enraged buffalo? Ohio Silver. Correct. Silver. I don't know why it's so specific about the enraged buffalo. buffalo, Is that how they met? Yeah, oh, I guess so, yeah. Probably. (laughs) Maybe that was the first. Yeah. First first appearance of silver. All right. And question number 10. Oh, thank God. Who was the first performer at the 1969 Woodstock Festival? Oh, I knew that. I actually knew that. Um, First performer. Hmm. First performer. Thought I knew it. I don't know. Bob Dylan. No. No. Richie Havens. Richie Havens. Okay. Richie Havens. Okay. I wouldn't. I. I'd have guessed forever before I got there. Right. Well. Uh, you know, that was still... Um, yeah, I should have had a couple of those. I should have had Excalibur and Delta. But in the end, like I said, I don't get any money for it, so... <laughs> right. Um, Interesting note, though, when the, when Jimi Hendrix finally got up and did his set at Woodstock, the 600,000 people that were there had dwindled off to 25,000. Really? Yep. Six hundred thousand. Six well, five six hundred thousand. Yeah, they estimate was there. Yeah, it had dwindled down to twenty five thousand. Was he towards the end? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And in the rain and everything oh, else. Oh right, right, right. Wow. So there. Uh, so there's only twenty five thousand people out there who actually saw that show, but right. there's probably fifty, sixty thousand who say they were there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I saw Jimmy do the. National anthem, yeah, yeah. Oh man, well that's that's cool. That's a festival I I would have. I don't know. Sometimes I say I would have liked to have seen it, but there was there really was just way too much mud no, for my no, taste. There, <laughs> There's wait. no way I'm hippie enough to be rolling oh, around in mud and urine and and <laughs> yeah and blood and you know give me a break. You know, not 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 my thing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dad. Oh, you're welcome. That's always good. Yeah. I um, 
you know, was, there was a big gap between September and October. It was like the beginning of the month and the end of the month. Yeah. I'm hoping we'll uh, we'll get to uh, do the November podcast somewhere in between uh, in the middle of the month, so yeah. we can get it in before Thanksgiving and all that. Yeah, we can do that. We'll find something. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you much. Yeah. I'll. Um, Till we meet again? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. (laughs) See ya. See ya. Some of the bitch. No, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs>